every missed call text follow-up that somebody says, hey, I was just looking for how I can place an order. And then you can send them a custom value order link that they can then place an order for. Every time that happens, that's an ROI for your company. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the High Level Spotlight Sessions, where we showcase awesome marketers doing awesome marketing. Today, I'm joined once again by Quinton Newman from Capri AI. Uh, he's already been on a spotlight before. Maybe you've seen that. If you haven't, definitely go check that one out. But Quinton, thanks so much for coming back on to give us some updates about the world of automation. Thanks for having me, man. I'm super excited to be here. Um, it was pretty awesome being here a year ago. Um, and you know, we were still doing some pretty basic stuff back then. And now we've really kind of looked into the more advanced stuff, uh, and kind of advanced with the advancement of AI. And, and I'm really excited about, you know, some of the stuff we're doing now. Well, let's talk about that. So we, we met up at trafficking conversions was right. awesome to get to hang out in person. And I was like, dude, how's it, how excited are you for workflows? Cause back when we first talked, it was like, you were building, um, automations with triggers and campaigns. Right. And in my mind, he's like, oh, you must be going nuts with workflows. And you were like, bro, <laughs> so far beyond workflows. And I was like, oh, so you must be like a dialogue ninja now. And you're like, oh, yeah. So yeah. I was like, we got to get you back on the show to talk about what Capri is, is up to now. So talk to me yeah. about that evolution from triggers to campaigns to workflows and then dialogue flow. Yeah, so uh, we started out using just like contains phrase triggers uh, in our Go High Level account to try and match what people were saying. And the funny thing about it is there's actually that's actually a process in NLU called tokenization. And so basically what it means is you take words, you flip them into numbers, and then you break apart those sequences of words and numbers into things that an AI can understand. But what we were doing is just kind of doing it with our brain, right? And we were trying to use the same way that you push like control F onto, you know, a, a web page or something and you, that's how it finds it. That's the same kind of thing that contains phrase does. So it wasn't, it, it was very sensitive, right? And it's hard to distinguish different messages because you're mm -hmm. not going off of intents. So I started looking into dialogue flow and uh, dialogue flow actually uses NLU, right? It uses natural language understanding. And so what it does is just what I was saying, it takes those words, it tokenizes them, and then it creates a little bank of intents, right? And we know it as like meaning. And you give examples and say, this is what a cost question looks like. This is what a website question looks like. This is what an address question looks like. You know, and you tell it, this is what people ask, and this is how you respond. Right. And so Google kind of came up with that first. They came up with it. If you're interested in the technology, it's called BERT Bidirectional Encoding Representation of Transformers. And it's a mouthful to just say they took a bunch of different pieces of AI models and they put it into this one big thing called a transformer. And then they use that to train the bot how to talk and how to understand meaning. And, transformers, uh, sweet. Yeah, transformers. Yeah, we're getting there, man. <laughs> who doesn't love a good transformer? So, yeah, who doesn't love a good transformer story, right? So anyway, so that was like, you know, you was like, okay, great. Well, now we can, you know, have this like bag of intents and have derive more meaning. So that way it's not just, you know, positive or negative. It's like, you know, are they asking specifically what's the address of the, of the you know, place that we're going to, but they didn't specifically say address. They said, where am I going? Can you send me the location again? Like there's, you know, a million different ways that people can say it. Mm -hmm. So instead of building a bunch of ways manually to say it, you can use NLU, which kind of uses this concept called uh, transfer learning. It's another NLU concept, but basically they have like one main model that they've trained on a 
bunch of words, right? And all as many words as they could get access to on the internet. And they said, these are what these words mean. These are what the, these are the words that are used in conjunction together a lot, right? It's called vectorization, basically. You know, some words like cat and dog are related, king and queen, like up and down. So those words are often used a lot in sentences and they hold, you know, kind of similar meaning and, and weight in certain sentences and stuff. And so they show up together a lot in these big word vector plots. But anyway, hmm. so, so that, that's that's a little bit of how like, you know, you work. So they take this big thing of words, this big bag of words and vectors. And they say, okay, this is what all of the words are. And these are a bunch of sentences. And then they say, now, what, how do you want it to talk? And then they give you just a little bank of intents. You know, they give you a place to put examples of questions that people might ask. And they say, okay, great. We're going to take this data and we're going to compare it to all of the other words that we've seen. And then we're going to make a prediction of what the intent is. And if we don't know, we're just going to say, we don't know. But if we do know what we think it means, we're going to pass you an intent and allow you to you know, go on and say whatever you want to say, right? So instead of doing a bunch of little contains phrase triggers, you have a, an intent trigger, right? You say like, okay, they said this meaning. And so now we're going to say this response. And so that allows you to, you know, kind of extend the knowledge of the AI, right? Make it so that the AI can have a little bit better understanding of what's going on in the conversation. And then that allows you to kind of string together flows, like conversation flows, right? And so then from there, you can start automating nurture sequences, which is kind of what high level was trying to do in the first place, right? Like that was kind of where it started. I was talking to Sean about this. I heard somebody else ask him uh, when we were in San Diego at TNC, but he, I, he was like, you know, how did it start? Like what, what kind of gave you the idea for it? And he was like, well, the biggest thing is, you know, agencies were telling us, or I think he said he was working with an agency or Robin, something mm -hmm. like that. And basically that, you know, they, the clients just wouldn't follow up with the leads on the spreadsheet, right? Like they just, they wouldn't make the calls. And so, or they wouldn't text them or they wouldn't email them. So they wanted to just create something that would automatically send them a text. The right? booking bot. Yeah. Booking bot, right? Yeah. Just create that automatic engagement, give them a link. And so this is kind of going with that same concept of like, okay, well now we've got the first engagement, but when they respond back, somebody has to be there to talk to them. Right. So how much of that conversation can we take away from people? And even if it's not a hundred percent or even 99%, even if it's 50%, it's 50% less people demand, right? Less, less human demand for uh, a conversation that's going to happen hundreds of thousands of times a month, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. See, that's what I, I love. I feel like everybody focuses on the booking bot as like the holy grail of AI and automation and all of this, but I love automating a business's FAQs, right? Because right. it's like, Hey, do you guys get asked the same questions all the time? Of course. Oh, what are they? And what are the answers? Yeah. And great. Yeah. You just build that and imagine how much time, imagine the value for that business especially if it's a high volume business that literally yeah. gets it a hundred times a day or something like that. Yeah. If you can just take that all away, I mean, there's massive exactly. value in that. Yeah. Perfect example. Like we have, so we work with a, a restaurant agency, right? So like they work in the restaurant space and they have like, I mean, I haven't looked lately, but last time I checked like 80 something restaurants that use mm -hmm. their SaaS, right. That they're white labeling through go high level. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like he sent me an example, like as soon as it started, you know, basically he implemented it for missed call text follow-up, right? As soon as that became a thing and people would call the restaurant, nobody would be there to answer because they're busy. They have a lot of things going on. Uh, and so it, they, it would text them and then they would text back like, Hey, I want to place an order or, you know, where are you guys located? Or if you take reservations or whatever, and do you have gluten-free? Do you, you know, have gluten-free? Where can I see the menu? All these different things. And so now what we've done with Dialogflow ES is we can 
we get the intent and we can return a response, right? And that response can be a custom value for your go high level account. And mm. so it can be different for every sub account that you have. So every restaurant that has a different address can have one bot that can answer oh, the question. Oh, I see what you're saying. Everybody. So yes. the dialogue flow says, oh, we recognize that somebody here is asking where a menu is. Yep. Let's go check in this high, sub account in high level for the custom field uh, for menu link, grab it, mm -hmm. and then we spit mm -hmm. it back. Yeah, kind of. So it's more so like in dialogue flow, you say when somebody asks for a menu, the dialogue flow bot says, okay, what do I say? And you say, this is the syntax for custom values dot menu link, right? And then so you mm -hmm. use that. And when we pass it back with just with, with our middleware, what we do is oh, we swap right. okay. that out. Yeah, either we do or with conversations API now with Go High Levels Conversations API. Mm -hmm. uh, now you can, it'll, it'll just do it natively, but either way, it'll, it'll get transformed back over into the value that's in the Go High Level account. And then it'll, it'll but sense. see, this is, I love talking about custom values, the power of them, because I feel like right. a lot of people have a hard time with it, like just wrapping their heads around what, what, what is this? Why is it different than custom fields? Yeah. And, right. and, but like, this is a perfect example. So whoever this agency is, every time they onboard a new restaurant, they just go to the custom values and it's like, what's your menu link? Do you, you know, what's your answer to gluten-free? Like da, da 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 they punch it all in there. And then you could use the same dialogue flow setup with, but you're quickly customizing it specifically to that restaurant on exactly. the high level yeah, side. We, and we made, it, we made it really easy now for you to be able to add as many uh, like sub accounts as you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just add a sub account. Once you onboard it, you can get access to the conversations API, which, you know, for now it does, it's, you know, it's just a little bit better. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, for a restaurant specifically, we have like multi-channel too. So like perfect example, I was in Nags Head, North Carolina. There's mm -hmm. only like 10 or 12 restaurants there. Cause it's just a really small town. And, you know, my wife and I were looking for somewhere to eat and I, you know, Google now has, is doing Google, my business messaging and restaurants is the most popular thing for it. Right. You know, maybe other local businesses, but restaurants specifically are really trying to get a hold of that because now they want to be able to place order automation. Right. And so like I was looking on Google My Business and I messaged four different restaurants was like, hey, do you take reservations? Do you take reservations? And, or like, is there a wait? Like I, I would message all these things and I didn't get a response. The first one I got a response back like two days later. <laughs> the second one I got a response back later that night, like when we were going to bed. And then uh, another one, I got a response right away. And it was, or it was like maybe 30 minutes later. And it was like, you know, we don't take reservations, but our wait is only 30 minutes right now guess which what restaurant I went to. Yeah. <laughs> the one that responded to me and said, yeah, no, we're here. Like we're alive. But it still we took 30 people. minutes. The best case still scenario took. was 30 right. minutes. Exactly. So. Exactly. so now we've got it connected so that even with Google My Business, because high level natively integrates, right? That's a message channel that we can utilize. So we have a workaround. Fortunately, it's not in the conversations API, but maybe by the end of the mm -hmm. October, it will be. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We'll see. But for right now, we have like a little bit of a workaround and a snapshot. So basically, like we we still use custom values and tags and campaigns, um, where we basically just update a contact custom field. That custom field gets updated and added to the message. That message then gets added, sent through a campaign with a tag. So mm. it's kind of like it's just our little workaround that we have. But um, but that's for other channels, right? But even still, if somebody messages and says, "Hey, you know." do you guys take reservations and if they have a reservations link you can say yeah here places reservations or if they say 
do you guys have any, uh, you know, vegan options or something? Like you can even have that trained in there just be like, hey, you can see, it doesn't have to specifically respond to vegan, right? If you, if you want to, you can train one specifically only for vegan. Like we have lots of vegan options here, but you got to make sure you have lots of different ways to say, do you have vegan options? Right. Uh, but like, if you just want to include that into like a type of food items, you know, intent on dialogue, you could do that. And then it would just be a generic response of just, hey, you can check out all of the food we have on our menu link here and then send them a link where they can see the menu order online and no matter what you're just getting customer more traffic to the place where people pay money right like that's the whole goal is get as many people to to pay as, as you can yeah it's a great example because it's totally doable for an automation to have answered the queries that you were asking really quickly to the point where you may or may not know it was a real person but you don't care because the question got answered and yeah. you feel confident <laughs> heading in that direction to eat dinner Exactly. And like, and like the cool thing too, is like, if it fails, let's say you offer VA services, right? Like if it fails, you can still have 24 seven, you know, response. Like you can have VAs that can go respond, but you know, your VAs, you can spread your VAs out a whole lot more because you know, your, your diet, your AI is going to get the chance to answer it first to be like, Oh, I know this one take over your VA never even gets bothered. But like, if, you know, then if it moves on to something that's a little bit more advanced, then your VA can come in and answer or whatever, or, you know, maybe you pull in your client at that point and your client can answer. And mm-hmm. So talk to me about some other cool ones that you, you know, cause a lot of times we just think of like the bot trying to say things back and forth, but right. you know, it's bigger than that, right? Actioning right. off of things, yeah. whether things have happened or not. And then exactly doing things like booking, creating a manual call action so that the VA knows when they start their shift, they need to go call these people based on what happened with a bot interaction, right? Yeah. So that was kind of the concept that we followed as we continue to like kind of evolve what we can do with Capri. And so like at first it was like, let's just make it so we can talk to people, right? If people have questions and they need answers, like, you know, we can just give them the answer that they need. But now it's like, let's make it so that the bot kind of has hands, right? So the first thing we do is make it so you can add a tag to a contact from Dialogflow. Right. And I don't really know if you want me to like share my screen and stuff, but I can show you kind of what it looks like. Sure. Show um, us the madness. Okay, cool. uh, let me get, make sure I have it all pulled up. So let me, let me start with like paper show. Right. So a lot of people, they, they do like paper show or paper booked appointment or paper whatever. Okay. So this is dialogue flow ES, right? So this is just like the most basic version of dialogue flow. This is the first version that came out. Uh, and so let's say that, you know, you have an automatic booking system and you just want it so that when somebody confirms that they're on their way or they're there, they're in the parking lot, they're here, whatever, you can already do automated appointment reminders with go high level, right? When an appointment gets booked, you can have automated reminders going through all that stuff. Well, when somebody responds, says, I'm here, like if you ask a question say, hey, when you get here, tell me and let me know you're here. You can have an intent here that says, hey, the GPS says I'll be there in 10 minutes. I just arrived. I'm here. I'll be there soon. Yada, yada, yada. So you can build, you know, all of these examples of what people might say. And then you can use this little syntax here with a little plus sign and it'll add a tag to that contact. So now you have a way to have an AI confirm an appointment, right? If somebody shows up, then, you know, you can have it add this tag and then that tag can mark that appointment as shown and you can charge for every shown appointment. Got it. So... That's just, so it's, that's it's just like much easier. It, the, the general, the, the major gist that I get from this is like, I can go build a workflow that says if somebody replies to this workflow and it contains the word GPS says, yeah, apply tag shown. But with dialogue flow, it's like, I wouldn't have to 
be so specific. It understands that lots of things have to do with the right. fact that you're on the way. Right. So like, let's say you say like, you know, I'll be there in just a little bit. So this one that didn't pick up, right? So now with this, you can add that there and you can add a new training phrase, right? It's, it's really that easy. And it doesn't have to be this exact phrase next time either. So then the next time you train that in, you save the intent, you save the example, you say, I'll be there. Right, so it's like, great, see you soon. So I probably picked up, I'll be there, or I'll see you soon, right? See you soon, maybe. Oh, nope, didn't pick that one up. <laughs> so this is the thing with NLU is you kind of have to, you have to play with it a lot to kind of see what it's gonna, what it's gonna pick up and what it's not. But that's but, interesting that it's that fast. You can just start pumping things in there. And right and find out if it would have triggered. And if not, you like, just yeah, like I have, I have like maybe 14 examples in this one. Cause I just made this bot for this demo, <laughs> like just for this, gotcha. for this video. So like, this is just to show kind of how you do it quickly, but um, like, this would be a way to set up the example to just say, I just got here. I just arrived. I'll be there soon. Or you can also have uh, another intent where you can create a new intent that quickly to just say, uh, not going to make it right. And just say, Sorry, I need to cancel. I won't be there. I can't make it today. The schedule. My son has practice. You can put like real world examples. And okay. this, you can take an action down here. Right? You could just say, sorry to hear that. And we can add like the cancel tag, right? And so this, using this, it'll actually cancel, it'll add the cancel tag to the contact and it'll cancel their appointment. Like you can have an automation to cancel their appointment. So that way you can so not have these people. I'm super curious now. If you go to the right, so you didn't explicitly type in something that says just, I need to reschedule. If you said to that, if you try that out, need to reschedule, Sorry to hear that. Cancel, right? So like that's, wow, okay. that's like how quick and how you can pick up. And so like that just illustrates the major difference. Four. If you didn't right. have that specifically built in a workflow or a trigger, it would have failed. Exactly. But this used machine learning to know that, oh, this is really close to one that I've already right. been so trained picked, on. Yeah, so it picked up reschedule here as like, this is a, a, a token of words, right? And then um, need to, right? So need to is here and need to cancel. So like we would traditionally have to write out need to cancel, need to reschedule, mm -hmm. like write out every single example, but this one combined this one and uh, this cool. one, right? Two tokens from two different examples. And that's kind of how the neural network works, right? Like it, it kind of pulls examples together. And so the more data you add to it, the more examples you give it, the better it learns, right? Uh, and you can still just use it. So like another thing that I saw today was like, uh, what's it called? Uh, like positive and negative experiences for like Google reviews, right? So you can send automatic messages from within Go High Level to say, hey, you know, how was your experience today? I think I did a little example, um, but uh, sorry, let me get to the right account. So like here, uh, 
if somebody says, Quentin, thanks so much for stopping by today. How was everything? Uh, if I say it was wonderful, thanks so much for having us here in Dialogflow. They'll pick that up. So to say, I'm so glad to hear that, right? And then you can say positive review. And what this positive review tag can do is send your the review link, right? To say, here's, That's you know, here's interesting. the Google review. <laughs> so yeah. now you're, you're essentially, you know, getting into review gating, which let's set aside our opinions on, on the, on that topic itself. But mm -hmm. instead of forcing them to like go through a form or a trigger link to tell you that their experience was good or bad, right. you're leveraging this to just know in a very conversational way. Exactly. Have a conversation just like you normally would, right? You'd say, hey, Chase, thanks so much for coming by yesterday. How was yeah. everything? Just that simple question. You're not probing for a review. You're not really doing it. How was everything? Mm -hmm. Hey, it was great. Thanks so much. Or the service could have been better. Oh, negative experience. So if it picks up a negative experience, now we want to add a tag negative experience, right? And mm -hmm. then say, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, if you don't mind, like filled out this form for any complaints that you have. And I, you know, I'd be happy to uh, send you a gift card or something, right? So like, that's just another use case of AI. It doesn't have to be able to have a whole conversation, but if you're just asking one simple question that you need to trigger an action, mm -hmm. right? Just like with, let me give you another example. Let's say, that you have callers that are going through Go High Level, right? And so they're gonna be calling from within Go High Level here. So let's say, you know, I call, doesn't answer. I can, you know, just add a tag. Let's see if I can find where that answer is. So like, I can just add a tag here and automate this message to it. Hey, this is Ashley from Bob's Business. I was just giving you a call about the new business package you requested via Facebook. Is there a better time for me to reach out? Yeah, give me a call in about 30 minutes. And you can automate a response, right? To say something like sure thing. <clears throat> but with that, you'll notice here in the callback later intent, we have a, you know, a duration or a date time that gets picked up, whether they say in a few hours or if they say um, you know, 9.30 Monday morning or later this week, is 30 minutes and an hour, all this kind of stuff. So these will get picked up and they'll actually get passed to our app and you can put this callback method here, this callback like little custom action that we put in here. And mm -hmm. this will set a task in your Go High Level account for this contact for your VA to actually give them a call, right? So like it'll actually automatically set that task and it'll make it do for whatever they, whenever they said it's, it's time for you to give them a call back. But you'll notice that the custom action doesn't get passed to the message here. So it shows here in dialogue flow where you have this little thing on here that's but cool. you don't have it you don't have it here right we remove it from there and just automatically do that action so then that's interesting from there right you can have like a trigger let's say we have a trigger for uh no answer follow-up text oops i don't know why that one's <laughs> yeah so like callback due right so then this task reminder becomes due so now we got to do this task or this yeah the task due date goes by you add them to a miscalled text back campaign and like here, you have flexibility too, right? You can make it so that it's uh, an actual SMS that says, hey, is now a better time for me to message back? And then if they say, or for me to give you a call back, if they say yes, you put them at the top of the list. Or you can just have a manual call action as the only step in the campaign. And it'll show up here under contacts for manual actions. 
and you'll have an actual list of people that need to get called here and you could even move them into you know different opportunity pipeline stages here based on you know who needs to get called first who's at the top of the list who who uh, opted out right you could also have a negative intent to opt them out and add D automatically so that way yeah, don't get it's trouble. really interesting and you could probably take it even farther and make i'll be free in about 30 minutes actually go make a booking on somebody's calendar for that time right uh so the, right now all we have supported is the task creation um, i mean we're going to map in the appointment booking on es now on cx which is a whole different software a whole different ball game we do have we built that one specifically for booking right and so we realized with with es that the uh, conversational aspect of it is kind of hard to do beyond like one message, maybe two messages, because it's just, you know, it's, it's not made for that. And you can only have one webhook on uh, ES for the whole agent. And so that doesn't really work if you need to do like fallback events, right? So you need to have one webhook for fallback. You need to have one webhook for offering times, right? Dynamically offering times. You need to have one webhook for actually booking an appointment. And like, you need to have webhooks for anything else that you want to add into it, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to be able to have several webhooks. Uh, and so we moved on to CX, uh, which is more for people who have really like, who uh, they have a lot of clients and they have a lot of leads and they're trying to get as many people at least to book for a call as possible. I've noticed that it works the best for if you load a bunch of uh, leads into it and have the bot nurture, right? Have your nurture sequence. Whenever they reply, you can have the bot try to book an appointment for a call. Mm -hmm. Then you can have your callers actually call those people and, and book the appointment. That's generally what works the best. Some niches you can just book the appointment through the bot and just have your client follow up with them at that time. It could be an in-person appointment. It doesn't have to be, you know, like if it's like a, you know, even like a webinar kind of thing. You can schedule people for a webinar and say, hey, it's a this time of this day, here's the link. You know, there's a lot that you can do with it, but uh, it's a little bit different, right? So it's it's a little bit more involved. Um, if we go... So CX is just another product of Dialogflow? Yeah, it's the other version of Dialogflow, right? So there's, there's ES was the essentials version. It was the first version. And then... We go here so like this is cx uh it's called conversational experience right and so oh, cool. this one is meant to have pages of, or you can think of them as conversation steps right so like it starts here and what this does is it limits the intent detection to this the page that you're on right now right so like it makes it so that if they say positive intent not interested wrong number any of this stuff they'll say it only here, then it'll take its action here. But if they take any other action, like positive intent, it'll move them to like mornings or afternoons, right? So do mornings or afternoons work best for you? And then you can say, this is what I'm expecting people to say after I say this, right? So this is what I said. This is probably what they're going to say. And you can have lots of tiers, right? So you can have like parameters is like, huh? Small talk. So it's like they, they ignored the question. Yeah, if they say like okay or something, right? Like if um, so, like if I say something, oops, let's this one doesn't actually have any niche data in it. It's just a generic thing. But if I say because like the question we always ask is, hey, I just got a request on Facebook from Quentin. Is this Quentin? So I said yes. They awesome. I'm glad I got the number right. Good morning, afternoons work best. So you can say something, you know, like either one is fine. Or afternoons okay, sure what day works best. And if I just say something like, okay, 
I wanted to smile and then say, okay, so then which day works best for our call? <laughs> right. So like, that's, so like that, that's what like a, a small talk intent would be for it. I like um, that. Right. So I can do Tuesday. And then from here, and say, did you have a time in mind? And if I say no, I can have uh, a, with negative intent, it'll do this thing called offer two times. And we have a webhook here. If you go over here and manage and go to webhooks, it's the uh, offer times webhook here. And so what this webhook does is this will actually offer some available times from the calendar. So it'd be like, I, you know, hmm. on what day did I say? I think I said like Tuesday, right? If I say whatever day I say that it picks up here in the session parameter. So like, let me show you. That, I like mean, it was working say, pretty good. So I said, yes, the one is fine, sure, Tuesday. All right, so it picks up that afternoons is what I'm looking for. So 12 to 6 p.m. And then the day is 5, 10. So that's next Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it because of this, we can pass these into the, uh, into the calendar API, into the Go High Level calendar API. We get a list of times and then we offer it back through the conversations API. That's the, pretty the cool. Conversations API. So, so, I mean, this, this is all like insane. And I feel like a lot of people watching this are like, um, sounds amazing. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Obviously you guys do custom build outs, right? Yeah, we do. We do custom build outs as well. But I feel like to be honest, especially the first one, what was it called? E X or E S E S. I feel like that. If I spent some time in there, I could actually probably get my bearings. And so you mentioned you actually have a course right. for folks yeah. who like, I'm sure a bunch of people are like, oh, that's kind of like building a workflow or something like that. Yeah. So tell yeah, me about so, the course uh, that you guys put together. Yeah. So I have a, a kind of a success course, dialogue flow success course. And uh, basically it shows you what dialogue flow is kind of goes over what intents are, what entities are, what pages are. And a lot of it's focused on dialogue flow CX, but all of the intent stuff, like all the intent information and entities and session parameters and all that stuff, it, it's the same on ES as it is on CX. The only difference is that CX has a really good API. Like they just have a lot more stuff you can do with it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I show you how to use custom actions of like how to add tags, how to update custom fields, how to create a task to do, a, you know, schedule a callback automatically. You can use custom values, like anything that you need to use. Um, it all, you know, I kind of centered it around, you know, kind of focusing on go high level. Um, using go high level is kind of the mouth part of it, right? Dialogue flow is just meant to be the brain for the most part. So, um, so that's kind of nice. the focus that I've been doing. And I want to make sure I say like, Huge shout out to the Eliza team. They're definitely, you know, like they're definitely doing the best they can to make a solution that works for everybody. This is more of a, like, you know, you kind of take it into your own hands and, and kind of, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's probably yourself. important to mention, like the, the, we have a booking bot in beta. That's a workflow step that will do the conversational booking kind of stuff that Quentin just showed us where it's like, Oh, you know, when are you, or, you know, when are you available? And it's like tomorrow. And then it'll ask yeah. you like, oh, morning or night or whatever, um, right. which is great. But I think there's so much, obviously, you know, I'm sure how many folks have you worked with so far have come to you with all sorts of different wants uh, from automation? Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. I mean, we've, we've built, we've built bots for almost every niche, like every niche. <laughs> like Which, which industries dental, do you feel gym. like it works the best in? Like what's the, what? It, which one comes straight to mind is like, it works so good. 
Uh, it's been working pretty well in real estate uh, for, yeah, for getting appointments booked for a call for real estate. And um, I like the solar bot that we built. We have a pretty gnarly solar bot um, and it's, it's been doing pretty good uh, booking appointments, answering questions for the most part. Um, yeah, that's it's, a good one. I've there's noticed, a lot of questions that they ask you up front when you're interested in solar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we use it for like screening, right? So we use it for like uh, asking, you know, do you have any shade around your roof? Like, you know, uh, do you own you, your home? You, do you own your home? Like, is is it a detached home? Just like basic stuff that like solar people would really have to spend their time asking. Um, so yeah, I've but noticed it's so that, like, much no matter... better than a form, right? Like, you know, <laughs> if you're interested in getting solar in your roof, the last thing that you want is they're like, oh, sure. Fill out this two page form. And you know, then we yeah, can, well, I mean, people, yeah, people just want to talk to somebody. Like, that's really the thing is like, like I said, with the restaurant thing, right? Like I know that's restaurant specific and hunger is definitely a different motivator than solar, right? Like that's definitely a different industry, but the general problem relies the same, it lies to be the same right people need to just have connection to the business that they're wanting to do business with right if they can't if they feel like they can't get a hold of whoever they're trying to talk to they're definitely not going to want to do business with you because it, how am i going to spend money with you if i can't even get a hold of you to in the first place to find out more about it so that's kind of like what capri is focused on is like and it's that's why we have so many different like use cases right it's like if, if your niche doesn't necessarily require booking but just requires there to be a way for you to answer questions quickly and be able to off you know like every missed call text follow-up that somebody says hey i was just looking for how i can place an order and then you can send them a custom value order link that they can then place an order for every time that happens that's an roi for your company or for your client right like every every time you get a missed call turn into an order you mm -hmm. you just made a positive roi for you for that company Right well, now you have my brain stuck on solar because I think this is a really good example of like, so I have solar panels, but it took me like three years to make the decision to get them. Right. And oftentimes I would inquire with people and all I really wanted to know was, hey, if my average bill is about this much, yeah. ballpark figure me how much it would cost to take it to zero. And they all come back with like, great, just fill out this ginormous form that yeah. is going to make me scan a bill and all this stuff yeah. and you just kind of give up you're like ah eh, never mind like maybe i'll right. try again in a couple of months yeah but if i could just text and an ai could be like sure what's your average bill and then you have it look i'm assuming you could have it look for like ranges of amounts yeah well that's yeah that's one of the cool things about like so like cx for example allows for custom webhooks that can make it so that it's part of the response right so like if you wanted to set a specific solar use case for that, right? Like we don't have it so that it's dynamically looking at your solar bill and then telling you like how much, or looking at your utility bill and telling you how much it would be. But like, if you wanted to do that, right? Let's say that you have some kind of rule where it's like, if they enter a range of this much to this much, you tell them that it's probably going to be about this much, but they could save, you know, this much money in the long run. Or, or you could tee them up, yeah. right? You could say, sure. Is your bill more or less than, 200 a month and then if right. they're like more you're like oh is it more than 500 a month and you know yeah. go from there i mean yeah you can even go that route but that's but like even within uh dialogue flow you can set like uh filters and rules on entity extraction right so like let me let me just show you something really quick i'm not going to show you the solar one but like if i wanted to set an entity type right and i wanted to say that it was called utility bill, but and let's say that you know it's like 
Oh, I gotta play it. So utility bill, and it's like 250, 350 a month. Let's say 450. You know, you can create like some custom examples here. Mm -hmm. So you'll save this, and one thing you can do, and this takes a little bit of doing, but like, Let's say you want to create an intent called utility bill estimate, right? You could say it's around 250 a month. So like it'll understand currencies automatically, but you can also overwrite that to be your utility bill type, like your mm. your custom entity type that you made. Got it. Right. And so you can I mean that's uh, so powerful. I feel yeah, like this this is like this is where you can do something like this. And then let's say like you have an intent on and i gotta make sure i delete this later but let's say you have an intent <laughs> for utility estimate right utility bill estimate and you want to set a parameter it's going to be session dot params dot uh what did i call it utility right so you can reference that parameter that you just made and you can say is greater than or is greater than or equal to or anything like this and you can say, well, based on what you told me, you know, it sounds like we could save you a bunch of money. But if they say it's less than a certain number, it's like, don't say anything or, you know, like, you I can mean, set a I honestly feel like if any one of them would have let me do that, and if it came back and been like, this is obviously just a rough ballpark, but whatever, I would have yeah. been like, oh, cool. Yeah. I, maybe I will take the time to fill out that gigantic form or sure. Let's book a call so I can ask some yeah. more questions. Cause that is in the realm of possibility, but I feel like there, it was such a barrier yeah. that I would do it like once every six months, I would like ping somebody and, you know, yeah. it literally took three years for somebody to just be like, not make me go through a gigantic form <laughs> yeah. to just give me a rough idea. Of yeah. What it's, and it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Right. Because like on the side of the utility companies, like, or on the solar companies, like they gotta, they gotta make sure that the people who are applying are homeowners because there's like a really small, you know, a smaller percentage of America, it's Americans that are actually homeowners, let alone the rest of the world. So like they gotta make sure that the, they're the homeowner. It's a detached home. Like they gotta make sure that their city rules allow for it. Like, you know, they got to make sure that they're yeah, not going to the waste point their time. Is, if you tell me I have to book a call with you or fill out a huge form to give you those basic information, yeah, I'm out. I, you know, right. I don't know if I'm seriously yeah. interested or not, but if I can just text back and forth, that's so much more informal. I yeah. feel like you're so much more likely to do that. Yeah. Cause you're like, I can and be on this even, conversation anytime I want. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. And that's, and the other thing too, is like, let's say in that same flow, even if somebody, even if you message and say, look, my bill is around this much per month, how much do you think it should cost? Right. And they don't have a, a, a actual way to tell you a dynamic number, but they understand that you're asking for cost. What if you would have got a response that said something like, Hey, that's a great question. I can give you a rough estimate for what your system might cost. If we hop on a quick call, you know, when, what day works best for you, you'd at least been more likely to be like, okay, well, I mean, if I don't have to upload a form, if I can just text and just be like, okay, let's talk next Tuesday. Right. And then like put your, See, whatever I'm the, I'm the, if I'm you and I'm a solar company, I'm like, no, Quentin, that's not it. I don't want to, I don't want to have to get on a call with a sales guy. I hate sales guys. Just have yeah. it text me back. Like even rough ballparks, you know what I mean? Like right. yeah. typically if your bill's under $500, it's going to cost this. If it's over $500, da, 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 da. Right. but these are just ballparks. So we should hop exactly. on. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. And you, yeah, even, even then, like you can set like canned responses, right? Like the same way that we have like SMS templates and go high level. This <laughs> is like that, except you don't need a human to determine what SMS template you should send. You have mm-hmm. a bot that can kind of understand the intent and be able to send your canned response as you want. And then if you want to get fancy with it, you can do stuff where you like extract, extract the number that you're looking for in runtime during the session. You can use a webhook to, you know, do another calculation, run another script, whatever you need it to do and return a response. And you can return that as whatever the bot says, right? Like if you ask somebody specifically, like, what is your utility bill from last month or something? Mm -hmm. And then you had that specific intent fire a webhook to do some kind of calculation to then return a response right you can turn you can totally do that like you like that's what that's where dialogue so that's like all those mortgage estimators and stuff you could like literally dynamically on the fly run the calculator through an sms and again like if you're listening to this your conversion rates will go so (laughs) so much higher than they are if people can do that through sms as opposed to forcing them through a a form like it just will yeah. I feel like people don't understand how much people hate calls and forms these days. Yeah. And it's also like with, with, uh, with forms and with anything that's mobile, you're always going to be dependent on their internet load speed, right? Like no matter how fast, you know, mm-hmm. go funnels or go high level funnels or click funnels or click funnels 2.0, the fanciest new thing that's going out there. Right. It doesn't matter how good Just they wait get, for right? half a year to find out what it actually is. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> it's going to blow my mind. Uh, no, so like, anyway, so no hate on ClickFunnels. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but like, no matter how fast your load speed is on your server side, you always are going to be bound by the network, right? So like, no matter what, you're always going to be limited by how fast people's devices can actually load your data and load what you're trying mm-hmm. to give it. So versus SMS, you're only limited by their carrier, right? You, you know, like you're with an SMS will always come through before a page will load, right? An SMS will come through before a voice call will connect. So mm-hmm. that's why if you can figure out what's the best way to utilize SMS in your workflow, AI is a really good tool, right? Because if you think about if I have callers, right? And I just have them calling lists all day, every day. If I can even just have uh, a, a pre-SMS go out that just says, hey, what's the best time to call you or have it book an appointment for a call, right? And then the VA or your ISA or whoever, they just get on the call and they get on the scheduled calls. What's their answer, right? Like this is what I was right, talking about. Right, a filter. Like there's so much yeah. work you could do with just like saying a, a 15 minutes before the call. Hey, before we hop on the phone, I just want to ask you real quick. And that's like right. the qualifier. You could save your, right. call, your salespeople so many duds by just doing a quick screen it's really interesting man yeah and and also just like it's what i always tell people because everybody's like oh well i have callers like why can't i just use callers call you know like conversion rate from calls is way higher than than just through text it's like yeah well people like talking to people more than they like talking to bots right like that's always going to be true until until ai just gets like you know really realistic which we're just not there yet but um people also like to break barriers first right so people mm-hmm. like like if somebody were to text me i'm more likely to respond than if they were to call me and i don't know the number right like generally unless there's a link in the text or something like that it kind of gets a little sketchy because they're like eh, it's a phishing i don't know mm-hmm. like if it's just like hey this is quentin from capri how are you doing today i'm like oh hi quentin i, I think i kind of remember it right like it, it, it's more mm-hmm. it's more effective um so what you can do is like the amount of time like you have to pay for those people to call right like you have these people have to you have to pay them to actually call these leads but how much time are you paying for them to just dial 
right? Like that's really what you want to minimize. Even if you have a power dialer, right? like that power dialer is going to just keep going through all of these numbers and how much that time is being wasted, like, you know, dialing numbers that are never going to pick up, right? Every single day. And so like, if you can minimize the amount of time that your VA is actually just talking to nobody, using SMS and booking appointments, getting intent from the customer, right? Mm -hmm. Like finding the highest intent customers and utilizing the labor there, then you'll see the highest ROI, right? You won't have to waste so much, so much. I think there's a fortune to be made by just finding clients that deal with high volume of anything and just putting Mm -hmm. AI to work as a filter. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're, I mean, I could geek out on this all day, but we're about to end an hour <laughs> here. So I, I don't want to okay. keep you too long, but if people are interested in, in either learning and taking the course or just hiring you, and I'm assuming you'll work on behalf of an agency, right? If I'm like, Hey, my yes. client. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we do have like done for you build services. We like, so really if you have a good nurture process in place, but it just requires too many people and you just, you know, that you can automate it. You just want the time to do it. Like that's what we're here for, right? Like we've been working with Dialogflow. We have a lot of custom actions. We've seen a lot of workflows. So like we'll work with you to actually build it out for you. And then we also have even plans where we'll manage it out long-term and we'll place VAs to handle the rollover. And like, you know, we have a lot of services uh, done for you as well. So you guys can always send my page message, the Capri AI page. It's 24 seven. Somebody will be there to respond usually. Um, and uh, other than that, if people are not really looking to, you know, like actually build something out crazy, like uh, this course is available, um, you can find it, just go to capriai.us, it's uh, the website, and uh, just go through the little thing, and there's a course that has uh, how to set up Dialogflow ES, how to set up Dialogflow CX, you know, how to use intents, how to add tags, how to do the callback function, like, you know, do everything that you need to do, change out. Cause like, I didn't even show it, but like you can change it dynamically, change out responses too. So you can test out a bunch of different responses. Like mm. somebody asks for cost and you want to give a bunch of different ways to say, you know, you so can't it's like give split the cost testing for the bot. Yeah. Yeah. You can give split testing and you can see how people respond, that kind of stuff. And it just gives it more human-like function. So I show you how to do the, you know, kind of change out the responses, use webhooks, all that kind of good stuff. Um, so, I mean, this is kind of the wave, you know, like, you know, Eliza is on the right track and I, I think it's a great product, but, you know, we wanted to just be able to do a little bit more with it. <laughs> we like to take things and really get no, like I love the 300 idea. triggers. So like now we want to make a really cool I mean, buy. this in conjunction with human rollover and Eliza would be just the ultimate, right? It's like, yeah. let the bot do its thing. And when it gets to a point where it's stuck, the human rollover is right there to, to finish it off. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and like, that's, that's the, you know, the, the next wave. And there's so many great tools. Eliza is one of them. Chat HQ is a great tool. Like, you know, if Slack is kind of, eh, Slack's moving towards something a little bit different. I think they're moving more towards team communication. Chat HQ is, is both. So that's why I like it. Um, nice. So, yeah. Cool. Well, the URL is uh, capriai.us, right? For people that Correct. are interested in learning more. Correct. Yeah. Capri AI.us, and then you can always message the Capri AI page, the Facebook page, and, and we have people that are there to send messages back. And of course, you know, I like friends, send me friend requests. People or? Uh, I mean, AI you'll bot. never know, right? That's natural <laughs> language for you, buddy. <laughs> you'll never know. Nice. <laughs> well, thanks for coming back on, Quentin. This has been fun.
All right. If you guys could benefit from AI. Oh, my dog's freaking out. He's like, you've been on the phone for way too long. (laughs) Uh, So let's call it one. But thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you in the next one.